Hello friends, thanks again to Deborah for reading. We have a tradition at Unity where we occasionally will do, instead of a traditional sermon, what we call a vignette, which is basically a short little skit based on the scripture of the day and the themes. And um, this seemed like a really good week to do one. First of all, it's Confirmation Weekend. We almost always do them on Confirmation Weekend, uh, partly because our confirmand kids always students always tell us that they find them way more engaging than a traditional sermon which it's hard to imagine that anything could be more engaging than our sermons right but that's what they say so it's confirmation weekend um but this particular scripture also seems like a good fit for a vignette um, because it is a story that doesn't have any one obvious clear meaning or takeaway message and that's kind of what vignettes are like too right um they are not meant to give an answer, but to kind of generate a bunch of questions and ideas and get our wheels spinning and turning and considering new things. So that's what our hope is for this vignette. Uh, I'm going to describe it just a little bit in case any of you are listening instead of watching this so you can kind of know what's going on. So there's going to be three scenes um, that are loosely connected to each other. The first scene is an adaptation of an old fable in which a cynical and uh, kind of sneaky kid is eavesdropping on somebody praying, somebody hungry who is praying. The second scene uh, is a retelling of the gospel that Deborah read. So you have a rich master, poor farmers, and this shrewd manager who's stuck in the middle of all of them. And then the third scene is an angel and Satan kind of discussing together the characters that we saw in the first two scenes. So that's what's coming up. Uh, I'll come back at the end and talk a little bit more, but for now, thanks to Pastor John, who uh, was part of this. Thanks to Abby, who recorded us in many different settings. Thanks to Pastor Sherry and Michelle, who will be in the live version. And thanks to you for indulging us and our amazing acting skills. We call this vignette villain or hero <sighs> our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread <sighs> and forgive us our trespasses <sighs> you know it God you know it's eyes on my heart Especially that daily bread part, God. Um, like there's, there's nothing left in my pantry, God. And there's most of the week left in this week. And I don't know where any food's coming from. I, I just, I need some help for me. I need, uh, do you still do miracles? Because I could, I could use some bread, God. I, I know you say you take care of the birds of the air, and I trust that. Can, can you take care of me? And I'm just going to trust that, that you'll help me out. Uh, can you help me with just a little bit of daily bread, please? Oh, God. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Someone is praying for bread to magically appear on their table. What do they think is going to happen? God's going to just, like, materialize it out of thin air? I can't believe anybody would fall for that kind of superstitious stuff. Gosh. 
you know what? You know what will be super, super funny? I bet that if I sneak some bread onto his table, he might actually be gullible enough to think that God did it. This will, I, he's totally gonna fall for it. This is hilarious, right? Watch this. Life is just kind of a amen. You pray and then you trust. You trust it to be so. Oh, Heavenly Father, you gave me daily bread. Thanks be to God. It, it's, it's a miracle. It's a gift. It's, it's, it's your essence to share bread with your people. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the depth of my being. I will be sure to both eat it and share it and give thanks. I can't believe he fell for it. Amazing. I cannot believe this. Can you believe this? My master's gonna fire me? Me? After all I've done for him? He has made money hand over fist while I have worked for him. All of the crops have been amazing. Like olive, wheat, grapes, all phenomenal. Unbelievable. He's been raking it in. I can't believe he'd fire me after all that. And like, the farmers that work for him, even they've done pretty well because the, you know, crops have been so good. You know, they're not like rich or anything. They're always just one bad year away from the soup line, but like, they've done okay. Not as much as him though. Man, he's just, he owns like half the farms around here. He just sits in there in his big house on the coast while I do the dirty work for him. Farmers get a little, I mean, not as much as I do, obviously, but still, it's not like I'm raking it in. What am I gonna do after I lose my job? I don't have enough money for the rest of my life. I don't even have enough money for the rest of the year. I am gonna be broke for, by Christmas. What am I gonna do? I've got it. Bring in the debtors. First debtor. Hey, hey, how much do you owe my master? Uh, a hundred uh, bushels of uh, olives. Oh, oh, quick it. Give me the receipt. Here, quick. All right, make it 60, okay? There you go. All right, Whoa. go, go, go. That manager Muriel, that's amazing. Thank you so very much. Your generosity will never be forgotten. If, if you're ever in need of anything, just let me know, and I'm sure everyone else will say the same. Thank you. Next dinner. Hey, 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 how much do you owe manager, my master? Um. Like a uh, hundred bushels of like wheat. Here, here, quick, make it 60. <sighs> okay. Whoa, manager Mo, uh, that's amazing. Thank you so very much. Your, your generosity is amazing. Uh, uh, if, if, you, if you ever, it'll also never be forgotten, I don't think. Uh, if you ever need help from anybody, I'm the one to do it. And I'm sure everyone else is the same, say the same. Bye. Not a problem. Next dinner. Manager hey. Mo. How much do you owe my master? Um, I think like uh, like handful after handful, like a hundred handfuls of grapes. Here, quick, make it 50. Okay. 
Whoa, Manager Mold, seriously, thank you so very much. That's so amazingly generous of you. If you're ever in need again, I'll be right there for you. I'm sure everyone else will say the same. Manager Mold, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Angel. How you doing? Hey, Devil. Doing good. You uh, keeping tabs on your people down there? Or, well, up there? <laughs> Glad you noticed the difference. Uh, yeah, you know, it's pretty easy keeping tabs with my people. My people, they're just doing great, you know. They're keeping the faith. They're praying a lot. They're loving their neighbor as themselves. They're, they're saying thank you. You know, I, I just am always so, so moved by how, how faithful my people are. Hey, how about, how about yours? How, how are your folks doing down there, Satan? Oh, man. My people, my people are the best. They're scheming, they're cheating, they're doing whatever they need to to get themselves ahead. My people just look out for themselves. They know it's a dog-eat-dog-out world out there, so they are like doing what it takes to survive. They are so good at surviving, tricking, swindling others. It is a beautiful sight to behold. My people are the best. But, you know, Angel, are you sure that you know which people are your people? Devil. Like, of course I know which people are my people. I mean, they are marked by their good deeds all over the place. Uh, how hard could that be? <sighs> well, like, how about that guy, the praying guy over there? You know, the one yeah. who was praying for bread? Right, right. You know, you know he's my people, right? You're joking, right? I mean, he's my people. I mean, he's like praying all the time. He's filled with faith. And, and when, when the answer to his prayer came, he immediately not only was thankful, but he was willing to share. I mean, that is a slam dunk, he's my people. <laughs> Please. He's not filled with faith. He's gullible. He's superstitious. He has so over-spiritualized everything, he doesn't even realize his neighbors are feeding him. My people. But then what about that, uh, oh, effing guy. Sorry. Who do we do next? Oh, no. Uh, no, it's you. Yeah, you introduce the I'm, kid. I'm introducing. Um, well, uh, you know, there's, there's always like a little shading there. I, I'm still pretty sure he's my people. Meanwhile, let, let's talk about your, your punk in that scene. Because um, you may not have noticed, but she's mine. What? What do you mean? Like, it's so obvious she's one of mine. I mean, uh, she's sitting there watching the prayer, and, and all of a sudden, she becomes the answer to the prayer. It's, it's beautiful. I, I, I realize her motives are, uh, are a little mixed yeah. in this situation. Uh, but Jesus, uh, he's the one who says, doesn't really matter what you think. It's what you do. And one of the things he said most of all is, feed the people are hungry, which is exactly what she did. Ding, oh, hey. boom, 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 she's mine. No way. Yeah. Yeah. She is like prototypical, my people. She's scheming. Her intent, whatever happens with the bread and whatever, her intent is pure evil. She wants to trick that guy and make him look bad, and that is my territory, 100%. Be to God, she's an answer to prayer. <laughs> okay, okay, I know who you can't argue with. Okay. Did you see that shrewd manager guy, uh -huh. the one uh -huh. who was canceling the debts? That, you can't argue with that one. That is my people, right? He knows he's about to get fired. He is scheming. He's well, taking advantage he of his to master get fired. to like 
He, to like save his own skin, he's canceling all these debts, sewing up favors for the future so he can protect himself. That, surely you'll agree, that is my people. I agree. Yes. Up until today. Because up until today, he for sure has been one of your people. In fact, he is such a piece of work that when I look at him, I kind of see you. But, you know, as of today, something in that guy changed. Because all of a sudden, when push came to shove, it occurred to him that all along he'd been working for this rich farmer who was ripping everybody off, including him. The rich farmer was keeping the money from the farmers and from him. So finally, when, when he knew that he was going to need some help from other people, he also decided, time to address the injustice that's been going on all along. I'm going to give a cut back to these farmers that's been, been ripped off from them all these years. He addressed a historical grievance. He, as of today, is my people, not yours. Oh, Angel. This always happens when we talk. I always, I always know who my people are, and I'm so proud of their evil and twisted ways. And then you come in here and you sow these seeds of doubt and shades of gray, and all of a sudden, I'm not so certain they're my people after all. All right, friends, what did you think? Uh, praying person, hungry for bread, hero or villain? The bread prankster, hero or villain? Shrewd manager, hero, transformed soul? Scoundrel, trying to save their own skin. Um, I honestly don't know which one it is. Uh, I'm not sure we can know. I'm not sure Jesus wants us to know. In fact, I think Jesus wants us not to know. And I mean, realizing how hard it is to put people in any one box, that's like a great lesson in and of itself, right? But I do think that there are at least two more takeaways for us from this passage, probably many more than two, um, but here are two things we're thinking about for us. And the first is this. The good news of this passage, <laughs> if there is good news, is that we have agency, right? We have the freedom to make our own choices. And that is no small thing, especially in Bible times when most of the religions of that day held that humans, we were just like, powerless in the hands of uncaring and capricious gods. And so to challenge that narrative of the day and say that actually uh, ours is a God who gives us freedom, including the freedom to act and choose as we wish, that's a big and bold and kind of beautiful claim. So it's confirmation weekend. And when we do this vignette in person, all of those confirmation students will be sitting there in the first row listening to this. And what we want them to know once they finish our confirmation program um, is that life's hard and we can't always control what happens to us, but we always can control how we respond. And that means that every day contains a million opportunities to make choices that honor God and honor God's children. There's a million opportunities every day for little successes and little failures. And it means that every time that those confirmation students fail anytime any of us fail, we want them to know that there is a new opportunity to make a new choice just around the corner. So that's the first thing. Um, and that's definitely good news, or at least it, it feels like good news on the days when we're feeling hopeful and energized and ready to take another whack at being God's people. But the second thing 
that we want those students to know, that I want you to know. Um, and this is for the days when we're not feeling hopeful and we're not feeling energized. We're feeling exhausted and resentful and confused or ashamed. Um, I want those students to know that not only are they free to act, not only are we free to act, but God is free to act. And God is not limited by us, by our bad choices or by our ill intentions. No matter what we dish up or others dish up, God can always find a way to turn it to good. Or what just life dishes up, God can always find a way to turn it to good. So what if that hungry praying person got punked? So what if the kid only gave that bread out of spite? So what if the manager only did that to make themselves look good? At the end of the day, people who really needed the help got it. So when we feel trapped, may we remember that we have the freedom to choose. And may we use our freedom to make really good choices. Choices that honor God and reflect God's compassion and God's generosity and justice and love. Um, and when we fail to do that, when we fail to do that, may we get the chance to witness our God in action. May we come to that altar and eat of that bread, know God's forgiveness, and be fed. Amen.